Welcome to today's Pizza Pod, brought to you by Lots and Lots of Pizza. I'm Tony Scott. Today's guest, actually I should say tonight's guest, is Kurt Hallstrom, the Bantam AA coach for the Osseo Maple Grove Bantam team. Uh, Kurt brings a wealth of hockey knowledge, and he should uh, bring us a lot of other fun tidbits of his both hockey playing career and hockey coaching career. Should be a fun hour with Kurt Hallstrom. Hope you enjoy the show. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire All right, Kurt Hallstrom, are you ready to dive in to the Let's ring of it. fire? Let's do it. All right. Well, uh, you and I go way back, uh, four, five, six, seven years of your coaching career. Your son, Jonathan, uh, has been a big part of the uh, brigade of Osseo Maple Grove. Yeah. Uh, squirt championships, peewee championships, Bantam championships. It's all been there, right? And uh, you've quietly, I'd like to say, been involved in this process. Was that a fair statement? That's fair enough, yeah. Um, I wouldn't call you the, uh, the flag bearer. But you kind of are now the flag bearer. The Eric Kukinen and Curtis Janikis and those guys have kind of went on their way a little bit, and you've stuck around and are are holding together the fort. And uh, tell me how that all transpired, because you were their squirts and peewees and bantams and bantamays for two years. Uh, how did it roll out that you were going to become the bantam AA coach after Tom went up to the varsity for Maple Grove? Yeah, great question, and, and thanks for having me on. Hopefully yeah. have, hopefully, I have a few listeners after you get done with me. <laughs> you're <right? just> going <laughs> to do just fine. Um, no, it, it was the second year of my of, of myself and, and our staff coaching the bantam A team that uh, I knew at that time I was also a director within the uh, association at the Bantam level, so Tom at that time had mentioned that that he was probably going to step away after. This that is year. Tom Adolph. Tom Adolph. Everybody. Me. Yep. Tom, yeah. Tom no, Adolf. I didn't say his name either. Yeah. Um, stepping away after the, after that year. So was, was that approach. the eighteen year with correct with yeah. Kukin so and Faber? Let's probably go. Right. a pretty good time. To step yeah. Away talk about <laughs> <laughs> riding off into the sunset, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, um, so. There's conversations um, throughout the year with with Curtis and Eric and others on the board as far as you know what they're going to do at the Bantam AA level the f- next year and right um, was was thought well I'll throw my hat in the ring and they were now was th- what kind of hat throwing was this were you like literally like oh, Mr. Yeah. Cotter Mr. Cotter Mr. Cotter or was this like oh well maybe I'll do it or did you really were you more like Horshack or you really wanted it. Uh, no, it was more, if, if I remember the conversation with, with Mr. Janicki was, you know, I was kind of like, gosh, you know, I'm not right, not real sure what I want to do. And I kind of want to do it. And he's like, just make up your mind. Do you want to do it or not? <laughs> right. You know, and, and, and that's just Curtis. And, and at that point I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. If, if, if you guys want me, I'll be happy to step in there and, and see how I can do. And it worked out good. Right. I mean, obviously with the group we had last year and this year, it's been, been, been an easy transition um, with that quality of kids, but also just with the support of, of others. Tom himself, right, you know, through the through the years has, has been real kind and 
uh, Eric and Kurt, Curtis and many other throughout the association have been real supportive. So it's it's been a great great change, and and um, you know obviously I have to thank uh, the family too, right? Because I'm not around much during the winter months. We're gonna right? get to that one. Okay. We'll All get right. to there. We'll get to there later. We're actually gonna go full circle first. Oh, We're gonna beautiful. go kind of get a little bit of background of who Kurt Hallstrom is. If I call you Halsey, that's just his nickname, and yeah. I, I might sneak that in here every once in a while. But I wanted to just kind of go through your personal life. Where sure. how did you get to to Maple Grove, and it's kind of a it's a funny road actually. It's it's not it's yeah. not your your typical. You aren't your typical Johnny. You know Johnny's. You know they they go to they go to St. John's. Well, Johnny's <laughs> usually you ended up a Johnny, but yeah. usually they get an insurance job after college, and then they work their way up the corporate ladder. And yours was a little bit of a winding road. So yeah. before we get to the professional and your sure. your personal life, a little bit about you know your hockey career. So you, you sure. were an Apollo Eagle. I was. Grew up I in St. Cloud. What was well, growing up in St. Cloud like? I don't know a lot of people that, they you know, like, well, this is what it was like. It was great. Um, you know, we, we lived in, in, a, in a great neighborhood where at that time, right, you were. A lot of you, kids. A lot of kids. Um, and you were gone all day, right? You, you what were, was your dad's, mom and dad's profession where you yep, got to St. Cloud? Um, my, my dad is a dentist. So okay. in the dentistry business. So for, for a number of years. Um, so he mom, probably got home normal hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. He got home at normal. My mom, my mom was a nurse um, and, and worked for my dad a little bit towards the end there, too, just kind of helping out within the office. And, uh. But, but they were great, right? They were, they would, I mean, we'd be out all day, right? You know, and, and you know, I was fortunate enough that sometimes uh, we, we were, or my parents were members of a club. They'd drop us off at the golf course and we would either play golf or caddy and then they'd pick us up, you know, afterwards. Yeah. So we had that kind of going as, as kids, my brother and I. Um, it's a good track too, by the way. Yeah, not bad. Not I bad. like it. Yeah, it's it's great track. Um, but other than that, we were, you know, playing ball, right, or or or. You know, riding street bikes, hockey or street whatever. hockey, playing football, baseball, whatever, tennis. Um, and how many siblings? Uh, I have three. I have a, a, a younger sister, uh-huh. uh, my older brother, Mark, my younger sister, Jenny, uh, older brother, Mark, and then my, my oldest sister, Kelly. And they all went to Cathedral. They did. They did. What drove you to Apollo? Why were you such a public school kid? Well, I think they were all wrong in their decision. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was just one of those things where at the time all my friends were, were, were going to Apollo at that time. They, they had merged their junior high from North Junior High into the high school. So the, the junior high was at the high school as well. And um, all the kids from our grade school, or a majority of them are going to Apollo. So I'm like, well, it seems like the right place to, to be for me based on all my buddies going there. And my parents were, were great. They did just left that decision up to me. Right. You know, that's pretty no, neat. No, no pressure at all of of. You know, of, of where you're going to go just because we went to Cathedral, right? Or your siblings, all your siblings. Your are parents going. didn't go there, did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No pressure, no Halsey. Pressure. No, no pressure. No pressure. Um, but, but you know, I guess I was kind of the uh, the old black sheep of the family. The oh, that's funny. My Funny you should say that. My, uh, all my friends in eighth grade ended up going to Blake. I grew up okay. in Kenwood, right by yeah. the school, right? And I just figured I'd go into my mom's mom and dad's yeah. living room i said i, I want to go to blake and they went you're going yeah. to southwest <laughs> we don't have twenty thousand right. dollars yeah. blake decision easy. blake versus cathedral is a little, a little bit, bit different, different. A little bit different but i'll never yeah. forget when you say all my friends i always look back at my friends and it was turned out for me the best thing that ever happened to me because southwest was all hockey players and all golfers and my two favorite sports were hockey and golf and it was like i like Simple. died and gone to heaven yeah. it was just way better than kenwood kids yeah. southwest kids lennon hills kids were great kids so um all right uh let's fast forward 
do you want to talk? We're we got it one year. We're gonna do your five favorite games. So do you want to oh. skip past high school, go right to college? Sure. And because we're gonna we have one high school game for sure. We're gonna talk about. Oh, for sure. So yeah, that's uh, your later, brother's yeah. gonna need to be tuning in later. Yeah, right? hopefully he doesn't doesn't listen to this or get it forwarded to him. But my guess is that's not gonna happen. That we'll no, see. we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll talk. We'll go back to high school when we get to five greatest games um, that you were involved in. But you move on. You play. You obviously a good hockey, good enough hockey player where you played uh, at uh, at St. John's. Yep. Uh, talk a little bit about your career at St. John's. Sure. I mean, first and foremost, right there, at that point in time, there there wasn't really much um, you know, junior hockey like you see now, right? So so you know, I was fortunate enough to um, get asked to go play there by 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 the coach. So and my dad went there, my brother at St. John's. So so there, I finally kind of figured it out. I was like, maybe, yeah. maybe I should follow these guys because they right. gotta, they got it going. But um, I was fortunate enough to play four but years. It, and there. it's far enough away from home, oh, but still perfect. close, yeah, right? I and mean, that's what I always tell people, right? You're you're far yeah. enough where we're it's, not going to come check on you a whole lot. They probably should have maybe a little bit more. Yeah, but, but close enough to go home and. Yeah, I remember taking some of the teammates there and mom and make spaghetti. Oh, yeah, they loved it, it, right? It was awesome, right? You know, are you the youngest or are you in the family? I'm, the th- I'm third. third. Oh, yeah, you're third. the younger sister, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Third. So, um, but was fortunate to play four years there. A um, lot of good people, you know, a lot of, lot of, lot of good players. Um, you know, had, had uh, Todd DeVoe was our coach for the first year, and then John Harrington came in uh, my senior year to coach there and was there for a number of years and has moved on now and down in Mankato. But, um, a lot of fun, right? And a lot of fun, and it's great going around to the rinks now and and seeing a lot of the old teammates. That's the best thing. Not right? just the teammates, but the guys you played against. Oh too. yeah, yeah. Guys yeah. from like Saint Olaf yeah. or Saint Mary's yeah. or whatever. Yeah, there, there's there's a few out there. Chris Nye, right? To be one, you know. Um, Where did he play? St. Mary's. Was oh, he St. Mary's? Well, what a great guy. Got a game to talk about there too. I think, he's right? from. Do you know where he's from? He's from Long Prairie. Yeah. Because I mean, there's, is there so, even hockey in Long? Pr- I know there it's is. Not but very they, good, obviously. Right. Chris played there, so yeah. it's not too bad. But um, but that's how we 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 grew up, kind of. Um, I guess a little bit because his dad was a dentist as well. Okay, uh, my dad. So our parents knew each other, right? So I got to know Chris way back when, right? And then you know, over time, right? Obviously, you play against him in college, but then you don't really see him or having much contact with him. But then um, next thing you know, you're playing. Peewee game against his team, right? And yeah. Mac Leeson, like, yeah. Oh, wow, this is a small world, right? So that's the cool part of it. I was uh, just today. I was doing some work on our for for our, for our tournaments. It was the Founders Cup page, and there's this picture of Mac Leeson and Jack Nye, and it's a picture of Gleason when he was like five foot eight, yeah. and Jack Nye was like four foot eight, and he's got his arm around. It looks yeah. like a father son picture. Yeah. Now today, if you if you move fast forward, yeah. Jack is bigger than. And Mac Leeson. Yeah. It's a perfect segue yeah. into what we're kind of talking yeah. about. Development of yeah. hockey players. Yeah. Some kids are better at certain ages, and some stay great. Like Mac Leeson yeah. has There's stayed good, great, right? Pretty good hockey players there. Very about. good <laughs> players. Very good. All right, so you, you, you go to you, – you're Johnny. Yeah. And did you play golf at St. John's? Uh, I did not. Well, I, this I is classic. Yeah. You're a, a, a PGA <laughs> golf professional that didn't play college golf. Uh, I, I played golf. It wasn't on any team. It was more of the you know chase the ball around and have a couple pops with the boys, but 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 n- nothing on a team. But end up getting in the golf business after college. So so, so how did you do it? Like I, yeah, this is what I want to do. I, yeah yeah. It was usually the guys that played golf in college. Yeah, they're the lifers. They want to stay in the game. They they do anything to stay in the game. For sure. And here you are. A recreation golfer. Yeah, and I'd played since I was probably five, right, when I started. So love the game, love to play. Had a little trouble finding my way 
um, yeah. you know, after college. Um, um, but, you know, the, an opportunity, uh, you know, one day I'm just like looking for different things like, well, gosh, there's kind of cool to continue to be around a golf course, right? You know, and, and just started researching that. And um, there's an opening down at the Rochester Golf and Country Club. Um, beautiful Rochester, course. Yeah, Tillinghast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, beautiful. Just a beautiful. So tight. Um, and, you know, and end up interviewing down there, and the guy took a chance on me, and, and uh, that's kind of started my professional career, if you so will. So how many years did you work there? I was there for three. And this is where you met Arnold Palmer, right? Correct. Yeah. So tell us about that. How did you, <laughs> you end up, you almost turned down a chance to caddy for Arnold Palmer. Yeah, Let's hear the I'll, rest of that story. If you, if listeners can bear with me for a couple minutes. I was, I was, it was a Sunday evening, and um received a phone call from, from Dr. Hay at the Mayo Clinic, who was also a member, and, uh, you know, said, you know, uh, Kurt, we got a you know, special guest at the, at the clinic this week, and he wants to come out and play golf tomorrow. Um, I'm like, okay, sure, who is it? He goes, that's Arnold Palmer. Um, I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty cool, right? And he goes, and, you know, would, he wants to play around a golf. Is that okay? Yeah, no big deal. And he goes, do you want a caddy for him? I'm like, well, I'm supposed to go play in this assistance tournament you know down the road tomorrow so i'm gonna have to turn you down and uh hung up the phone with them and you know about 15 seconds after i'm like what what am i doing what are you thinking what am i thinking so i dial them back up say dr hey apologize for that you know lapse of judgment there but it'd be honored to caddy for him right so um anyhow next day comes and and uh, mr palmer you know comes and and drop him off i go up to the car or whatever and he pulls out his bag and it's it's Rodney Dangerfield bag. Right? I mean, it's huge. <laughs> Everything but the radio, right? Yeah, and and he's got you know eighteen, twenty clubs in there. And he's like, um, you know, just put him on the car. We'll go down the range. I'm like, okay. And and everything you hear about Mr. Palmer is true, right? He's just a, a gentleman and um, you know, real genuine, and 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 was just just great the whole day. But we went down on the range, got warmed up, um, get back up to the first first hole, and by this time, you know, starting to sprinkle a little bit as far as hey, you know, hey Arnold, Arnold Palmer's, Palmer's at here. the club. So there's, yeah. I don't know, 10, 15 people probably on the first tee or something like that, right? So tee off, and he's like, why don't you just drive my bag around? It's a big bag, you know, so just leave in the car and drive around. I'm like, yeah, okay, right? Kind of like, shoot, I wanted to kind of carry it. But anyhow, so we, we drive around, play nine holes. He's one under, get to the 10th um, tee, and um, I'm like, you know, Mr. Palmer, you know, it'd be an honor if I could just carry your bag these last nine holes. He's like, Fine. go ahead if you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good luck to you. Yeah. Um, and, not, and now there's 200 people around, right? You know, because now the word spread, hey, he's out here. So now a lot of the members are out there watching, which is really cool. And uh, 10 at, at Rochester is a, a short par four up the hill. So anyhow, I'm carrying his bag. Tee shot's in the middle again. Give him a wedge, you know, for a second shot. So I'm just standing in the bag, standing up, and, and, you know, 200 people around. And it's not like they're roped off. They're, like, right there. You know? Yeah, yeah. So he hits a shot. Divot goes flying. I go run to get the divot, right? And as I'm picking up the divot, I, all I hear is this boom. Crash. Right? You know, crash. There goes the bag, right? So I'm like, <laughs> oh, geez. What an idiot, right? I left the bag standing. tipped over. So sheepishly walking back, right? And, and, you know, as I'm going to replace the divot, he hands me his club, and he's like, don't quit your day job, son. <laughs> like, yeah, you're probably right, right? You know, so we have a good time anyhow, right? And um, walked the last, you know, number of holes with him carrying his bag, which was, which was a true delight, right? It's just, you know, one of those things that you remember forever, right? Just being around him and get to the 17th hole and we're walking down and, and starting to rain a little bit. And so I got the umbrella up and, you know, he'd, we're just 
chatting a little bit about different things or whatever, and he pulls, reaches into the pocket and pulls out a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, and uh, starts to hand it to me. I'm like, no, no, no. You know, it's been an honor to caddy for you. Yeah, you're doing the Mister yeah, Humble route, just, right? Just like, no, it's you know, it's just it's just been a you know, it's a nice honor for me. He's like, son. You need this money more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> you crumple it up, yeah. put it in your pocket, yeah, and, and I actually gave it to a, to a, uh, a member to hold on to because otherwise I would. Right, as back in the day, whereas yeah, like, well, let's go to the Smiling Moose, right? I got right, right. Bucks, and yeah. Um, but he took and framed it because we had a card, and he put the hundred dollar bill in there, and in the, in the, in the card and the golf ball, and, and framed it for me. So that was pretty cool. And since then, I've, I've you smashed oh, the yeah, frame sure. and yeah, spent I mean, it, right? Yeah, it didn't take too long to do that. But uh, <laughs> you hung it up for a couple of days yeah, and went, "All right, yeah. I'm, I need the hundred bucks." Yeah, but there's a lot of other mementos that that he had, had given me or sent to me over the year, or the, the next year. It was was kind of cool and some framed pictures that uh, one of the members had taken down to Bay Hill, uh, and Mr. Palmer had autographed him for me. Right? Oh, that's and cool. Back, so yeah, it's you know, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's kind of a cool cool memory. When you were telling me this before at the the show, you're like, "Hey, can I?" Caddy for him, he gave me hundred dollars. I remember I coached, I uh, caddied for one of the many cool players I coached sure. caddied for was was Ben Crenshaw, and I'm like, you got a hundred bucks from for Norman Palmer? I only got fifty bucks <laughs> from Ben Crenshaw. And then I did the math. I'm like, mine was in 1986, and yeah, yours was. And I'm like, yeah, yeah inflation. I, I probably got a hundred bucks too, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was same thing. I mean, Ben Crenshaw was, it was a dream come true. Yeah. You know, I I I caddied for. For Neil Broughton and yeah. Chris Chelios and Walter Bush. Walter Bush was kind of like my main guy at Minicata. He was he was a great guy and he liked me because we just I could like you know me I could throw hockey terms right. at Walter Bush and he could <laughs> yeah, throw them back exactly, and we were just yeah. we had a really good connection and so he'd bring out hockey players and he goes yeah Tony you take care of this guy and then I just so many yeah. so many big time players and that I got to meet as a result of caddying and. It's a personalities, cool deal, right? you know, and think about it. Like, what other sport were you even even in high school golf and college golf? Like, what other sport do you walk down the fairway with your opponent without right. armor on? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's definitely. a really cool game, and and, yeah. and I love it. Obviously, you can play it forever, right? Yeah. It's, it's well, a, we try good, anyway. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> do we, do we call what we do play now? <laughs> Let's chase it around, chop it around. Yeah. All right. So you, you work in the golf business and. Yep. Uh, I love your story how you became uh, an executive. This is not the normal way to become an executive at (laughs) International Dairy Queen, the the way he's going to tell you. Uh, Your girlfriend or wife at the time? Uh, Well, my wife when this happened. Oh, you were married at the time, right? Yeah, so this is... You're still a golf pro, and and she's nannying for who? Um, she happened to nanny at that time for a, for a, a lovely family. The wife was Ann Carr, and and Ann was the uh, sister of uh, Chuck Moody. Who so she's a Moody, Ann Moody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, yeah. Well, no, it's Ann Carr. Um, but 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 she but her her sister Liz was Chuck Moody's wife. Okay. Got it. Okay. So okay, yeah. sister in law. All right. Got it. Sister in law. So um, you know, long story short, I guess is that. Uh, not what you know it's who you know sometimes but but she said you know you know at, at that point in time i was i'd moved on to to the white bear yacht club after yeah. rochester so i was up in the cities for a couple of years and it was you know and, and certainly newly married you know and working 70 hours during the summer like i gotta figure something out I this gotta, ain't working right? you can't you have know, a family and be a golf pro it's not there um, so it's time to, to kind of look for something she's like well you should have you should just have a nice little chat with chuck right and, and, and this is the, the, the ceo, CEO right? of dairy yeah. queen yeah and I'm like, okay, right? And I didn't know Chuck at all, right? But I just heard good things about him. So 
um, anyhow, you know, he was kind enough to, to set up a meeting and just went in and chatted with him for a few minutes, right, you know, and we're just talking or whatever. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to, you know, stay in the golf business or, or, or get into the business world, you know, because you know, at that point in time, his family was involved with Izadis yeah. Golf. Yeah, would you want a job here? You want to be yeah. the pro? <laughs> so I, I'm like, you know, I, I, you know, it's time for me to get out of the golf business. So looking for a change and, um, Anyhow, they, I was able to interview with, with some others in the organization and, and, and got a, my foot in the door um, at Dairy Queen because of Ann and, and obviously the conversation with Chuck. And I'm forever grateful for that. And I've been there 20 years now. So, That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. To, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm no executive at this time. But, oh, but, come on. <laughs> but um, certainly. Do you make it. decisions for the company? Uh, just just probably minor ones minor ones okay all right all right, okay. All right. Well, mr humble just, just make make sure that there's butterscotch in there. that's right that's right all right so we have a long ways to go here because yeah, we're, we're going to talk yeah, some yeah. hockey here yeah. well, but, I, but we want to know who you are and, and how do you what do you do i mean uh it's not you just well, you're don't, speaking more you're than so, i am right now for crying out loud i know so. i'll get you okay i'll right. get you so uh, <laughs> we want to get this to the point where uh we want to talk about your career sure. but but there's also some what what what's behind the man and you know married two children daughter yeah. Lucia and yep. son Jonathan correct yep so Jonathan's 16 and Lucia's uh, 14 and then uh, my wife Amy and I think Jonathan uh, made the all hockey here team this year didn't he yeah he, well it wasn't necessarily because of his hair but yeah uh, I had a nice little skit going with with Kyle Kukinen as they were sitting on the bench and. Apparently they were trying their luck with some smelling salts uh, during the. They introduction. weren't real smelling salts, were they? Uh, who knows, right? What they were doing, <laughs> right? But. Um, um, oh, was, when I saw that yeah, clip, I'm like, "This is priceless, yeah. absolutely <laughs> priceless." I had no idea that yeah. when we were doing the clips for that, that uh, it was going to be the punchline was going to be Bergie. You know, I yeah, thought the punchline yeah. for sure was going to be yeah. just those guys being clowns. Just the look, right? You know, and I didn't know Jonathan. It was Jonathan. I yeah. knew it was Kooks, but I'm yeah. like, oh man, this is <laughs> this is going to be good. Couple so, of beauties. That's for all sure. right, so there's your there's your family, um, yep. you, you, traditional family, two kids, um, and you you coached hockey at St. John's for yeah, two years. I, after I graduated, was fortunate enough to coach with uh, uh, John Harrington and Jeff Geeson up there as assistant coach um, for two, and that was. You know, just classic, right? That was a great two years trying to just get my feet in the door as to what what is this all about, right? Trying you know, to find your way, to, right? Yeah, trying to find my way. Still trying to find my way. Yeah, aren't we all? Um, but but coaching with with Coach Harrington was was certainly a thrill, and just the 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 people he knew, you know, I'm or you know, after practice, right? And and her Brooks would walk in, right? You know, and into his office, right? And I'm like, what am I doing here, right? You know, but it it was so surreal just listening to him talk and 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 you know, gather some information and. It's, you know, it's, those guys go back and forth about their experiences. It's just phenomenal. So here's a question for you. Sure. Uh, not on the script here. I'm going <laughs> off script here. And whenever I'm around guys, one of the 20 guys who was on the 80 Olympic team, yeah. they know, obviously the day comes up, the Russians come up, right? Yeah. And so one day I asked Dave Christian, I go, how many times, is there a day that goes by where it's not brought up? And he goes, pretty much never, right? Yeah. So you're coached two years with Harrington. Yeah. How many times did the topic of that game come up with just strangers off the street coming up and talking to you guys? Well, well, you know, I don't even recall me bringing it up at all because I was just scared of the guy, right? For, right. For, but, no, I wasn't scared of him. But uh, but for him, all the time, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, every just, day. Yeah, exactly. And, and he was kind enough to have us over to his house, you know, and showed us the medals, right, you know, and talked about a little bit, but not, nothing that he went out of his way to do anything. But certainly there was, there's, you know, 
for probably more times than I can even remember that, that he would have people <laughs> approach him on that, right? And that's 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 all right though, right? The rest I mean, of your life. Yeah, that's what he that's what Dave Christensen goes, Yep. Yeah. I knew I knew after about two or three years I go, this is gonna be the rest of my life. Right? I'm gonna right. talk about this. And it's not a horror. It's it's no. what a great moment, you exactly. know. Big right. moment. All right. Uh so we we've gotten your professional background. Let's get into let's go right into coaching. Sure. So yeah, uh, you coached a little bit at the college level. Um now you're 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 you, I would put you in the typical uh hockey dad i was in the same one my my son jake was my oldest and he's six years old and of course there's you know there's a need for 20 coaches for the five might teams and you played hockey and you coached in minneapolis can you help us out and you probably got the exact same phone call yeah exactly it was you know jonathan started as a might two in the association um and, and the first coach he had was, was Curtis Janicki, right? So he was talking about just getting into the right spot at the right time. It, it worked yeah. out great. And, and, and just the, the kids that were on that team, but also the coaches, you know, Jay Faber and Matt Stelgis, right, guys that are still around. It was just a phenomenal thing, right? But So I didn't coach that first year, right? It was just right. kind of like – Well, they were in good hands. Yeah, I was like, yeah, these guys got it, right? You know, and, and, um, and he saw that right away just on the organization and, and, and the vision they had and what they did and – but now, now, just for the record, now Curtis probably he was probably knee deep in it right now because sure. his second Trevor, this is his yeah. second child is yeah. is Justin. So Trevor had already been in it for two or three years, so he was probably pretty well oiled at oh, this yeah. point, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. your first kid, you're like you yeah. said, you're, you're still <laughs> dipping your toe in the water. Yeah. But when you're in two, three yeah. years, now you kind of know. All right, I I can see how this is going to work, right? Yeah, exactly. And I still remember one of the first things he said was something. Someone had asked him about, well, you know, what kind of systems are you going to run? And he's like, "Yeah, this is uh, mites. We're just going to work on skills, right? You know, that's that's what we do here." So and yeah, and it was it was that vision they had. You know, him and Kooks and and many others. You know that that it was you mean Eric Kukinen? Eric Kukinen. Sorry, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> like you and I know you, him right? as that, right? Yeah, I know. You know, as far as um, and and certainly there's there's a, a lot of others involved with it, but but their their plan was to kind of you know we're going to work on skills, right? Station based stuff and and puck touches and edges and all that stuff and 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 you can see it as as it gone through the years and it's carried on. It, it's it, it was really a great foundation to have, right? And to see them and, and to see it. Um, how the kids have continued to 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 be the kids they were back in mites, right? They're hardworking and 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 were you know brought up as far you know just the right way as far as you know just being good teammates, right? And and that's a cool thing. And and the great thing about with, 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 I guess within our association is that there's others that have followed along and have have done a lot of the same things as far as how they structure their their practices and plans. And it's it's cool to see, right? You know, because it's it's about developing the kids, and that's a it's a neat thing when you can continue to see them, you know, develop as, as they move up, um, you know, through the ranks and the squirts, peewees, bantams, and beyond. Here's a fact that I'm sure you're well aware of if you're the bantam director, that uh, your association had a state tournament entrant at both bantam B, bantam A, and bantam double A. Yeah. And, I, and you know who pointed that out to me? Not someone from Osseo Mabel Grove, uh, an outsider who his son had participated in the system. And he sent me a note. It was a text, probably six, seven, eight sentences deep. So a pretty long text. And it was basically an homage to Eric Hukunen and Curtis Janicki for the work that they put in. And their kids really weren't even involved. He goes, but they were still involved in the hockey development program. And the last group is these kids that are now first-year Bantams. 
And I was like, wow, you noticed that? I didn't even, I'm Mr. Hockey Guy, and I didn't even really notice that. He, that was how impressed he was with how they develop hockey players. And you're talking about it, and what, but you haven't touched on I want to kind of push a little bit on it. Sure. Is, is, you know, you talk about skill development. You know, there's skill development in every sure. association. And there's, you know, all the things that you're talking about. But I think one of the, the keys here, and this is where I see the difference in Maple Grove, is you guys have done a great job at fostering the love of the game. Go in there, but talk to me a little more about what that looks like. Well, I think you're, you're, you're spot on, and, 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 you know, I'd be remiss to say certainly it helps to have numbers too, right? Obviously yep. that oh, yeah. helps, right? You know, but you have to do something with that. And, um, yeah, I think it, I think it, it you know, comes from, from the, the guys that are involved, right, you know, and, and, and the passion they bring, right? You know, the I go through a list of guys, the, the, the Marginos, the Stelgesses, you know, you know the, the uh, Lance Tallis, right, great hockey mind, right? Those guys um, just, just foster that as far as, you guys, we're going to work hard. You know, we're going to have fun, and we're going to encourage each other, right? And 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 to to see that, you know, um, flow through 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 all the kids, and and certainly it's not perfect all the time, but 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 to see it transcend and continue to grow over the years, I think is 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 really something cool to see. Even even from you know, it's not what I what we do as a staff at the Bantam level now, right? It's it's these guys as they continue to 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 develop these kids going. Up, right, you know, from mites to squirts to peewees, and 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 we even see it now in these kids coming up. It's it's just a it's a it's a it's a great thing to see, and it, it certainly has 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 been successful not just on the ice, but just how they're how they've um, you know performed off the ice too, and, and how they act off the ice. There was a uh, I don't know was it Sports Illustrated or somebody wrote this article about the center of the hockey universe is Minnesota. Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah. And then the center of the center of it was Edina. And whatever, it comes out on sure. a it comes out on a Thursday. And the next day, you know, and there's a lot of jokes now. The Twitter's oh, flying, sure. right? Yeah. For a couple of days it's kind of flying. And the next day is Friday night and for whatever reason district th- I didn't do the tweet because people accuse me of loving on Osmeable Grove as it is. And I, there's no way I could do it. But there was a tweet on Friday night. I, I love following the district championships, like who wins yeah. districts. And it's a big deal because now I know who's going to regions. And I just love my little, the regional bracket thing that we do, the little regional guy, like who's going yeah, where. Right. And yeah. it's fun. It's yeah. like it, it, gets, it totally dials me into what's happening. But you got to find out. You got to know, okay, I have a little list of all the regional championships, what's going to happen from the last Sunday through the following Sunday. For seven or eight days, I follow it every day. And there was a string of Aussie Maple Grove boys. Literally, it was like PBB, PBA, Banami. Literally, like in one night, literally like about a six-hour span, you guys won five titles in one night. And I kept, yeah, they move on. They move on. And I almost did it at the end of the night. I think the center of the center of the universe has moved 20 miles up 494 from Edina, but uh, I didn't, but it speaks to what we were just talking about. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's everyone involved in it. Right. And, and certainly there, there's, there's many communities and that's a great thing about Minnesota hockey, right. As you see this all over, right. There's, there's, there's good kids, good players all over. And that's a beautiful, beautiful part of it. It's strong, right. The, the hockey. Minnesota. We're going to talk about that in a yeah, little bit. You yeah. know, we're, we're going to talk about your five, uh, yeah. favorite players that you've sure. coached and yeah. they aren't all from Maple Grove or Asio. So, no, but, but I think you're, you're right is that it's, it's the people that are involved in it and the passion they bring to it. Um, you know, that just manifests itself into the kids and, and how they perform too. And, 
um, you know, we're fortunate enough, like I said, to, to have the numbers, but also have the people involved in it from that are invested from mites all the way through. And it's, it's certainly helped in the, in the development of these kids. And it's been fun to watch over the years, the 10 years that I've been involved with it. All right. So we're going to do something a little bit different. Sure. Um, we have, I knew you were coming on a show for a couple of days, so I got a little mailbag here today. Nice, I'm nice. going to reach oh, into my mailbag. I got some questions here. Can uh, the first, where they came from? Uh, the first question comes from Sana guy. Nice. I think he's from the UP. Um, Shocking. He wants to know if you have any superstitions when, when you're coaching in the game. Wow. Um, I guess my, my mom, you know, you know, raised me right to never lie. So I, I can't say no. Um, yeah. I, I, there's a couple. What I are would, they? Let's hear them. <laughs> Come on. How, how far back do we want to go? It, it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, like, what, what, like, what, like, what's a typical game? Do you have any superstitions? Like, you're, you're playing wise out in a D3 game yeah, on a I mean, Tuesday night. Have you not, got any? I, I guess nowadays. I mean, I wear the same outfit all the time, right, as far as. No way. Yeah. yeah. So, and, like, uh, game one, pants, jacket. Everything yep. on game one in November 1st yeah. is the same outfit as January 31st, game 51? Pretty much. Pretty much. No, I'm, I'm no Connor Clark, right? I don't have that type of style. Well, Connor's got... Yeah, he's in a league of He's his got own, game. He right? has got yeah. major game. But, um, uh, you know, as far as the jacket, they may change depending on what our coaches are going to wear. But the underneath stuff, um, if, if there's a, a quarter zip or a, a turtleneck or anything like that, you know, I have... I, I, I certainly get cold, right? So I usually bundle up a little bit, but everything is is pretty much the same underneath. All right, one more. Get yeah. any others? Um, yeah. I, well, going back to the, <laughs> there's so many, I suppose, right? Unfortunately, <laughs> but 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 going back to the, um, the the squirt, you know, I was fortunate enough to coach with Eric and and a bunch of other guys at Squirt Eight team back in 2014. That that was okay, and um, we got down. So going through all the, you is know, that the 55 0 and one team? Something like that. Something like something, that. Something like All that. Right. Something like that. There might have been a loophole in, in games played, but yeah. Um, anyhow, it, it was it was a good group, and um, towards the end of the year, you know, I was wearing a, I guess, knit cap, right, or, right. or stocking cap type of thing, right, and um, we were playing Edina, and when, at that point in time, it was some type of regional thing they had going. Yeah, they had a little district, regional right? game. Yeah, and that day, I, that day, I decided I'm going to wear a baseball cap right you know and um and, and we were down and um so i switched caps and, and put the uh stocking cap back on and no lo way lo and behold we we ended up uh ended up winning that game so tied and won in a shootout right well this, this was, is a different one this is a different one because we played both the dinos if i remember correctly that yeah and i and i always kid you guys about the 55 0 and one because Oh, youth hockey system is if it's a tie, if it goes to a shootout, both teams get credit for a tie. So they were very proud that they put a blemish <laughs> on there. And I think, speaking of that, how crazy is that? Uh, Chris Ramsey, one of the family the family that owns Lots of Matza, yeah. is the sponsor of today's show. And we're, wow, and we're talking about that. And he was so proud. He was one of the coaches. Sure, Cy yeah. was on that team. He yeah. was so proud that they, they put a little dent, a little nick. <laughs> In, in that in that perfect run, it was a pretty magical season. Uh, you want to just elaborate a little bit about how you guys did that? I mean, it was a pretty special team. Yeah, it, it was right. You, you've seen the success of some of these kids as they've gone through, right? But it, it all stems kind of just from the the work ethic that were instilled early with these guys, right? I mean, they 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 love to win, right? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but they hated to lose, you know, more than they loved to win, if that right. makes sense, right? You know, but they also um, were, were so unselfish in how they played, right? It was just a unique thing that, that I mean, they, they, they would get so excited for someone else to score, right? It was unbelievable, right? You know, I still remember, um, you know, there's one of the players where, where Grandpa came up to him afterwards and said, you know, something along the lines of, you know, I don't think they gave you credit for that goal. And, and the kid, right, is it doesn't matter, Dad, it's – team goal right and that's just coming from a at that point in time yeah however old they are, 10 years old or whatever right you know or, or they knew they knew right they knew. but but it, it was it was a very unselfish hard-working team and and and, and those those are are you know sometimes rare but it, it was a it was certainly fun to be a part of right small part of it anyhow i was uh i've told the story a handful of times i'm not sure if i told it on the air or publicly or whatever and i was in the lobby it was an eden prairie and uh, when those kids were are Janicky and all those guys were peewees, but I, I ran into Trevor Janicky and yeah. Trevor Kukinen, okay. and they were Bantams. Yeah. And their teams weren't as half as successful as these group back at peewees. And they looked at me like, oh, I wish our team could play like this team. Yeah. It's usually the other way around. The right. peewees are looking up to the Bantams. Here yeah. these Bantams were looking up to the peewees, which is just a yeah. total oddity if you yeah. think about it. Yeah, it was a special group and, and fun, to, fun to be around them. That's for darn sure. All right, uh, I got my next question All right. here. Who's, who's out of the mailbag. This is Chad from Maple Grove. Oh, that's got to be good. Uh, Chad uh, writes in, he goes, Dear Tony, um, could you ask Halsey uh, if he's prepared, if he ever reads, does he read the rules before every <laughs> tournament? Because, you know, I'm guessing you probably haven't read the rules. Is that what well, it is well, or not? No, it's quite the opposite. There's And, and coming from Chad, that's, that's, it's quite ironic too, right? But um, um, there, there's occasionally during tournament or before tournaments, I'll, I'll make sure to brush up on the rules in case anything happens. Yeah, Why is that? I mean, doesn't every coach read the rules or are you, are, are you reading it down to the letter kind of rules? Yeah, there, there's some, you know, there's some details in there that maybe certain head coaches may not want to get into. Right. So I'm like, well, it's, it's, you know, it, it's part part of my job to, to make sure that they're aware of what, what's going on too, if they have to have a question. So. All right. Off script a little bit here <laughs> on the rules. Are there any rules that the, the a tournament provider, cause I run tournaments. Is there, are there any rules that you don't like? Like, Oh, that's the dumbest rule. Yeah. Why do they put that in there? Or the, the one where we don't supply pre- supply pucks. <laughs> I, love it. I love that. It's a great rule. And I love that. The reason you bring that up is we run, I run you tournaments, know. right? Yeah. And we have a rule in our office here and it is, yeah. it's, we call it the big rule. If it's at big, we're supplying pucks. Because yeah. anytime we, as a, as YHH, the minute we leave Bloomington, I the minute we go to Maple Grove, we go to Marhead, the pucks get vanish. Yeah. I don't know why. They're like magnets to our bench in Bloomington for whatever. I don't know why it is. But yeah. the minute we get to Stillwater, bam, they're gone. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, not only are we down 100 pucks or 200 pucks, so you got to go manufacture and find some pucks, but you're also out of them during the tournament. So yeah. now you've promised them the pucks. So, like, we got a big rule. I'm like, no, that rule is never going to change. I don't care if we <laughs> become billionaires and we can afford all the pucks in the world. No. Only big is the time we have to provide pucks. So, yeah, that's a good rule. I yeah. like that. All right, last question. This one comes from Warren from Omaha. Oh, okay. Warren. Okay. Warren wants Warren. to know if what your favorite DQ blizzard is. Oh, I got a sidebar to this one. Sure, too. sure. For me, it's a Choco Cherry Love. Really? Sure. Oh, yeah. Really? Hands down, yeah. Choco Cherry Love. Yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to try that one. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's there's plenty that, that, that are good. I, I, would, I would recommend everyone... You know, make sure to get out to your DQ and, and try their new summer blizzard 
menu that's coming up right now. <laughs> Listen to the little, little plague. No free ads, Halsey. Yeah. Come on. Uh, all right. Um, my daughter turned me on to the, um, and now I'm hooked on it, the, the uh, Oreo and Snickers. There's just oh, a nice. certain mi- mix there yeah. that it's great. What I hate about the, the DQ experience, the lady always says, we got to charge you extra for mixing them together. I'm like, yeah. why do you got to charge yeah. extra? Literally, it's like scooping one and scooping the other. Why, why yeah. upcharge me? It's obviously the supply chain is not doing their job. Yes, probably is. Probably (laughs) is. Um, The the DQ question, um, going back to what is the secret sauce to make sure they get the 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 blizzard doesn't tip over like that. Can it's, you tell it's me that? secret sauce. You can't tell me? I can't tell you that. Come on. It's just me and you? No. I mean, there's probably a couple listeners out there still. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe at this point. We're at 40 minutes. All right. Uh, let's move on to our next topic. We're going to run through uh, your coaching career. So 13, 14, 15, all the way to 2020. Right. We're going to just talk about it. We're going to sure. do kind of a word association with these teams. I'll describe the team, and you describe your memory of those teams, okay? Because now you're going to have a now the listeners are going to come rolling in because there's 15, oh. 17 kids on each team, right? Oh, boy. All right. So 2013, you're coaching Squirt Bees for Ossie Maple Grove. Uh, Lock, tell me about that team. What was what was special about that team? <laughs> well, the, it, just a bunch of beauties, right? They, they were great kids. Um, I, I, the story I, I tell everyone is that we had uh, one of the players. and We'll, we'll keep names out of it. Oh, right? come on. But, no, we'll keep names if it's, out if of it's, it. But, this is going to be a funny one, right? Yeah, there's a couple funny ones, but I, I remember we had everyone in the auditorium for a, for a meeting, right? You know, association yep. meeting, and and, uh, and and one of the, the, the players um, won a prize or something, right? And it got picked out of a hat or whatever, and it was Riley Cohn, and, and he's like, and, and the guy who was uh, MCing said, well, well, who's you know what team are you? Who's your coach, right? And and he's up there and kind of stops and looks and is like, I think Chad. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't even know your name. No, yeah, no idea. No right? idea. Yeah, yeah, at that age, they don't know. Really, it's it just a, it was a beautiful moment, right? I mean, just the, the personality of, of him was, was was certainly one of my favorite players at that time. All right, uh, 2014. That's the team we we've talked about yep. a little bit. That you guys, I don't know if you won. I know you won the Spectacular, won the Moose Goheen, and you won Fargo. Did, did you have another tournament in there too? Probably. Probably Eden Prairie or something too, something right? I don't even recall offhand. Yeah, but it, you but you guys had a magical team that very, season. Very magical, uh, anything yeah. anything jump out at you from that season? Just special, right? I mean, just just the way they played, as we talked about, is just a, a good group of of unselfish players, and that carried on as you you know see through the years with with how the success they've had. But a fun fun group to be around, and not just the kids, but just the, the families in general. Just a, a top notch, you know. All right. Uh, next year, 2015, Pee Wee A. Yeah. What what stood out uh, about that year? I was assistant coach, so Josh Hicks was was Hicksy. coaching that team. Great guy, um, um, great coach, and the memory there was was um, your tournament up in Moorhead to start off the year, right? It was yeah. Big pumpkin where it was on Halloween night. Yep. Uh, first night. Did you guys go out trick or treating? We, we, no, we did it in the hotel. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, we had our little game area there in the hotel um we had a, one of the back rooms and we had just different games going on and you know a little poker here this and that but there was prizes for all the kids right so we had a little party there and th- that we, we played Chaska-Chan the first game and we were all dressed up coaches were dressed up in some oh I nice we, yeah, I think we were um the old beach boys or something right we had 
lotion on and hats and and flowered shirts and stuff like that on the bench. So that that was a that was a cool memory. That's cool. This yeah. is the, we were just doing the scheduling. I was I alluded to earlier, and this year at the the pumpkin, the Saturday is Halloween, Halloween again. Yeah. This year, so it worked like, out perfect. Comes was, full circle. I'm yeah. like, and I remember that year, whatever year that was. Uh, oh, it was 14. Yeah. That when we hosted the pumpkin, that was the first year we did it up there, and yeah. kids were going like trick or treating oh, yeah. at the mall, and they yeah. were going to haunted houses, haunted and house, I'm like. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you're sixth, seventh grade. Let's yeah. just play hockey. Like, no, no, no. You got to yeah. get your ho- sixth graders still got to get their Halloween in, right? Seventh, eh, maybe not, right? But it, was, it was great on Hicks to do that. We had a, we had a blast. So. All right, uh, 2016 team, the PBAA yeah. team. Those guys were pretty good too, right? I yeah, I uh, was at the. Uh, here's my memory of you, actually. Uh, oh. I'm at. I have to go uh, to this game, you know, because it's Edina. Versus Ossimov Grove, it's one versus two. And I, I'm thinking in my brain that this is the state championship game. And it's sure. two and a half hours, three hours away. I'm yeah. like, I got to sneak up there. And during state term, it's hard to go somewhere two and a half hours away for one game. But it was that big of a game. Yeah. Went to the game, and it was a fantastic game. It was The oh, score yeah. did not – it, no, it was, it was like a 4 game. nothing, yep. but it was yep. a great, great yeah. game. Yeah. Two great and teams. I came back to the locker room maybe to do a lots of matzo thing or something it was. And then there you were. And I'm like – Halsey, uh, what kind of effect did you have on this game? He goes, I opened the door. <laughs> I don't even think I got that far with it. But, you know, th- th- that that year was, was um, you know, I'm sure Curtis will take a lot of the credit, right? But, you know, it was it was a lot of the, the guys <laughs> behind the scene, myself included, that really kind of really drove it, right? drove it, right? But but he was always front and center and taking the credit for it. But that's just him. That so. is him. That is him. All right. Uh, then you become the Bantam A coach. Yeah, right. In 2017, you had a pretty good run that year. Yeah, we had a great run. It was a great team. Um, certainly, a lot of a lot of the kids that you saw in the state tournament this year and the high school team were on this team and um, ran into a little bit of a tough region. With we had Orno in there and Alex and um, two really good teams, solid teams. That was kind of the years that that Orno's was went in state tournaments at the Bantam level as well right. as in, in that went went on to the high they school. Were just level with that they had a great great group of of kids and, and great coaches that they had too, but. Um, and then Alex too, right? I remember the next year going to the state high school hockey tournament. Was like, gosh, oh. we we played against that guy, that guy, that guy. I mean, they had they they were a wonderful team, right? Big yeah. and strong and and, uh, and 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 played the right way. So um, I ended up losing in the regions, unfortunately, to to Alex in that last kind of Sunday game. But right, uh, the play in game. But but had had a great group and 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 um, you know the, the teams like that you always remember because they just they left it all out there right and that's all you ask and it was just a, a special group and special first year coaching Bantams right it was it was a, it was a pretty cool it's a great year right it was a lot of fun. All right, uh, and eighteen you have one yeah. year we're gonna we're gonna touch on a little bit but sure. uh, that's the year regions where it really it got it, it went sideways fun. right I mean we're, how many yeah. overtimes I mean yeah we we ended up playing. Um, Seven overtimes against Edina, right? So that season, that weekend, that weekend, that weekend. Yeah. So yeah, the playing game was double overtime too. Yeah. And then yeah. The, and then the the, the semifinal game Sem- was five overtimes. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and how many times did you play during the year? Several, couple. No, just once. Just once. I think if I remember right, we played them in their tournament because we were in the Edina Invitational, yeah, invitational. Um, over the holidays and played them in the in the uh, championship game and. I think it was like a two nothing game that they beat us in there, but I don't think we played them again until until um, regions. regions and and you know had just it was 
it was just phenomenal hockey, right? Now, that team that you lost to that Edina team, obviously they went on to win state. Yeah. Um, but what was interesting about them winning state, like the, the number of overtime wins. Yeah, all the way through. All the way through. Yeah. Except, I don't think the Not championship. The championship, the championship game, but, but the, the quarters and the semis yeah. were, were also yeah. overtime yeah. winners. I was so mad. You just Mason got them prepped for that run there. Yeah, you just got them ready, right? <laughs> you, you developed them. Yeah. All right. And then. And then we talked a little bit about you coming in as the Bantam AA coach. Your first year as the coach, you show up for your first practice, and what do you got? I mean, this is not a ragtag group. Oh, this is – this is we've been blessed, right? You know, being – I mean, all the way through, but the last couple of years at AA level, we've had um, pretty talented kids, right? You know, and I, I say that with, with um, almost respect for, for what they did. But, I mean, we, we, we had – that, that year, you know, 15 skaters, two goalies that were, were as good as you can get. Right? And, and it wasn't necessarily – you won the state championship, and, and you and I talked before we started the show. It, it really wasn't a well-decorated team as far as before until the state final, right? I mean, yeah. you didn't win the regions. You didn't nope. win – you didn't win the – uh didn't win the districts either. Districts oh, didn't win the Blue Ox. You didn't win a lot that year. Nope. You, you, I hate to say it, but you came a little bit under the radar, which yeah. is hard to say for a team that no, that won the state it's, tournament. That's fair to say, right? I mean, but we always, you know, talk about how, you know, it's it's a progression, right? It doesn't matter what happens during the year. You're trying to progress, and, and what hap- what really matters as you get to it is, is what happens in, in Feb and March, right? And um and then they they played the right way at the right time right you know and certainly you certainly get some breaks along there but you know we, we faced a real tough Wyzetta team in the districts and they beat us a couple times and then um obviously prior lake in in the regions which is another that was a great, great game team, right yeah you know? great team great team great game and then we're fortunate to come back and beat champlin but then you know we get to the state tournament and we're we're you know humble and honored to be there and we end up playing a Really saw Lakeville South team that quarterfinal game, right? Which which had a number of players as well as a, a real top notch goalie, and um, end up getting up early, right? You know, it's, right. It's sometimes it's just it just you know, and it just kind of went downhill from there, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of just lets you breathe. We scored an early goal. Bennett Glad had had a couple early goals, and and um, you know, just kind of let guys breathe a little bit, and then you know, obviously we we, we you know played YZ in the semis, and we're fortunate to catch them when they were down a little bit from illness and stuff and but you know played real well right obviously yeah. not taking away from our guys because because we played our best hockey the last three games of the year is no doubt and then chaska chan obviously and i'm probably stepping on on what we're going to get into a little bit but another great game with them right you know um, all the credit to trey and, and the team they had right as far as and it's some of those things those little things right i still remember because i watched it last week right as, as jimmy snuggerud came down and ripped a shot off the pipe and it was zero zero game in the first, right? If, yeah. If that goes in, maybe it's a different ball game, right? But, but our guys never wavered, and and just and and they, it was fun for us just to step back and just and they just played, right? You know, and it was it was you could tell, it was just one of those weekends when you walked in the locker room, and it's like these guys got it, right? And, and it, it's a pretty cool feeling to have when when you know that they're going to go out there and perform the way they did, and it was it was fun to watch. Now, do you coach your team any different? Um, in November than you do in late February and March. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I, I, this was not a bench shortening question. This is no. just more of an attitude type of thing. No, I, is your I, attitude I, any different? I don't think so. Not much. I think it's it's you know it's it's you know it's trying to relay the same messages, right? You want consistency of what we're going to do, and, and and trying to to make sure that we're we're there at the end of the year, right? And that's just a progression through the year, but. 
as far as the message and, and what we're trying to do, we try to stay consistent with that as best we can as we go through the year, right? And it, it's it's nothing nothing anyone else doesn't do, right? You know, it's just it's just it's trying to it's trying to. I think this is what we think is going to help us get to where we need to get to, not only from a team but but individually how, how we want how to want, how we want you guys to perform and um, it's just staying consistent with that as as you go through and. Um, you know, and just let the kids play then, right? And and um, we were able to do that one obviously because we have very talented kids, but kids that um, you know very hardworking too, and that's a nice combination to have. Yeah, it is nice. Um, you have tell me about your staff. Uh, have you had the same staff the last two years? We have, yeah. So um, Nate Wood, who just celebrated Woody? his first child, um, nice. A days ago. There's another Woody yeah, in the world, huh? Yeah, we got Henry John Wood in the world right now, so have fun with that name. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sam Valerius has been with us for the last couple of years. He's a former uh, Maple Grove Crimson and Osseo Maple Grove kid came through yep. the program along with um, Chase Carey. Um, um, you know, has been with us for a couple. Well, he's been with me for for more than a couple of years, probably the last uh, three four years. But um, Chase also went to to Maple Grove and came up through the association. So um, you know, and then Dave Brown, um, who. Um, was actually at Wyzetta for, for a yeah. few years. He's a, a Providence grad, played played out there, played at Cloquet for high school, and then um, came to our staff next year. He's been a fabulous addition as far as just his intellect and and. Now, is knowledge. he tied to Woody somehow? Because I know Woody's yeah, a Cloquet so, guy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they're, they're both from Cloquet originally. Yep. Uh, Age-wise, they're a little bit different, okay. but, but both from there. That's kind of how we had the tie there. And uh, Matt Margano obviously has helped us the last couple of years as well. And just, you know, from – all the things that all of them offer right it's 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 a pretty cool group fun group to have and if you ever need to play credit card roulette at the dinner table chase is your is your guy because really? he loses every time yeah it's it's weird right? <laughs> it's just really weird how how that happens every time um but you know i i guess i call it lucky right is it that he continues to win at that but good for him all right well we don't get to write the name state champs next to bantam double a 2020 i, I there's been many allegations that you're going to hang the banner up anyway over in Maple Grove West. Is this true or not? Isn't there eight teams that are hanging banners for that or not? Maybe. Huh? God, that would be awful. If I see a banner <laughs> for a state championship, you know, how, did you, I don't know if you follow Twitter, but there was about seven or eight self-imposed state champions. And I tweeted one or two of them, and it just became, for yeah. lack of a better term, a shit show. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not tweeting those. I, 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 you know, yeah. How often is this something? This virus happened where you're like, oh, I learned. You learn a few lessons in, sure. in social media. Like, I wish I would have never tweeted that. Yeah. You know, no, we we were excited to play in. Obviously, for circumstances, you know that, that we couldn't predict. Right, we couldn't. But uh, a fabulous team, right, and and uh, a great group of kids, and and you know, just right from the get go, their focus from day one, right, was that it was a real hardworking, certainly skilled team. Right? Yeah. Um, you know that that, but but they put in the time too, right? And I go back to all these teams, right? All these kids, we've been lucky that they've been coached well. Obviously, coming up, right? And that's kudos to all, to our coaches in the association. But and we get them, and it's just like wow, right? I mean, they, these guys are skilled, and they they like to work at it too, right? Which is which is pretty cool to see. So. You know, one night, one thing interesting observation here, especially with that group right there, where you know it's a lot of 04s and 05s, but. A lot of those guys played on this Euro Red 05 team. That's, you know, they've, right. they've done. I mean, they're not like 
the, the machine or the blades or and a lot of these kids end up bang, you know getting yanked over the blades because their Euro teams were yeah. so good. But I think that's a big advantage when you get you know when you have Danny Nelson and White Olson and Finn Brink and and Picanato, all these guys and yeah. Kernan and Jules Jay J- yeah like Gavin Anderson all right? these all guys that's Stelly. a big advantage. When they yeah. all of a sudden show up at camp and like nine of these guys just played their summer season together, yeah, no, no doubt about it, right. So it's it's nothing magical we do, right? These, these like I said, these these kids can play and they've played together for so long. And the too, together right? is such yeah. a big part of yeah, it. It's I a think huge part of it. Right? You know, Edina had all those big runs back four, five, six years ago, where you know, like maybe five kids from the machine and five kids played. That's just sure talent. Yeah. And they were good friends and whatever, but. This one's this was a different group this year, yeah. from your perspective. Where they, they they I'm talking, I remember running into, I think it was Karen Kukinen, back in like mash days when these kids were probably six seven years old. I was probably at my son's mash game for yeah. probably peewees or bantams, right? Yeah. And I, I saw Karen I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, oh, well, who's here? She's, and I looked down. There's. D- Eric Cookin on the bench, like, yeah. oh, David's playing, and here they were. Yeah. They're just roasting some team in, in a mash league over at Braemar, and you could see there that was that same group that has now progressed all the way through to your your Bantam group. Yeah, and and we, we had a nice mix, right? Uh, obviously, we had we had some you know three guys returning, and and uh, a number of of Bantamay, you know kids that came up, you know Kernan and and uh, Pick and and uh, you know uh, Patefield and and you know others that that so it was a nice mix. Um, of, of of second years and first years, right? But, but really meshed well, and um, you know, I I, I give shout. And out then to you got Luke Margano, who's arguably one of the best defensemen yeah, in the state, right? Right, yeah. So I mean, it it's it's pretty easy to coach when you when you got talent like that, right? You just kind of hopefully not mess them up. Throw too out bad, the pucks, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Throw out the pucks. Yeah. All right, now we're gonna have some fun here. Um, we're gonna talk about your top five players you've coached, <laughs> and it, just for our listening audience here. He was like really nervous about this. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, I can't list them, I can't put them in order. I'm like, Halsey, this I didn't I tell you this wasn't going to be easy, right? Yeah. And this right? is no disrespect to there's a there's a lot, right? Oh, I love oh. your list though. This is a great list, yeah, all right? Well, we'll see. So let's start <laughs> number five. We go we go a little bit out of the Maple Grove yeah. realm, yeah. And and I have a personal connection to these two boys, and yeah, I love okay. your choice. So go ahead. Well, it was this past summer. I was you know fortunate enough to help out with the Great Plains team, and and two kids that really uh, had an impact on me. I mean, there's there's many on that team, but but Victor Plant and, and AJ Francisco were were kids that you know when I first met them, you know they, they came up, hey coach, looked in the eye and shook your hand. You know it's like, wow. Right, I mean that that's that's a pretty special for a kid. ten year old kid, ten year old kid, right? And and I, you know, I I met the mom shortly thereafter and, and mentioned that too. And, and Mikey Bertrell was was there too, but those guys really impressed me. And then then he had Victor on the bench. He unfortunately got hurt for a couple games, but 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 he was Coach Plant, right? You know, he yes. was out there. He's I mean, mini Coach Plant. Yeah, and it was great, right? I mean, it's like we don't even have to do anything, right? I think Victor's got him here, right? So it was it was cool to see, and and that's just the kind of kids they are. They're pulling for their teammates right which is a huge thing and to learn those lessons at that age is is a pretty cool thing and they're just as excited when when others score was 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 a neat deal but but two two 
two kids that have bright futures ahead of My takeaway sure. on AJ was he was probably 10 or 11 years old, and I go, it felt like he was a 27-year-old kid yeah. trapped in a 10-year-old's body. Yeah. yeah, like someday when I grow up, I want to be AJ. <laughs> exactly. I think everybody <laughs> wants to be AJ Francisco when they grow up. Yeah. All right, number four. This is another one off the charts. Yeah, a little uh, bit. This is kind of an HP. It is. You had your Great Plains nod, yeah. and now you're going to do your HP and, nod. And these are great names, too, by the way. And, I, you know, I just... I'm, Fortunate enough to be involved in the HP program the last you know few years, and and it, it's a nice opportunity to to you know be around guys that you're competing against through the yeah. Why is that as in Minneapolis and St. Louis but Parks? Those it, kids, you right? know, it's it's cool to see them and their personalities and get to know them a little bit. But two guys that have have, have really stuck out for me that have been just just phenomenal kids, right? They're great hockey players, but phenomenal kids. Is Thomas Nelson, who, who who went through the Minneapolis program, right? And yep. played for Blake this year in the yes. state tournament. And then, um, well, I'll call him Drew, but Andrew Streeter from Wyzetta, um, played on the varsity over at Wyzetta this year a little bit, right? And But just kids that just get it, right? Not, not yeah. just from a hockey standpoint, but just it seems like life, too. They kind of have figured out a little bit, right, for that age. And it's just th- th- those kids, um, it's it, it, Kids, they're, they're young men, right? They're just a just a joy to be around, just because they um, they have so much fun doing it, right? It's, it's pretty cool to see. I got a streeter story for you, and I don't know if you remember this. And I don't remember even what the specifics were. It was I was evaluating players for something. I don't know what it was for Bantam Elite League or sure. for Bantam Player of the Year. I don't know what it was for, but I call you. I lean on you. You lean on me first up, and I'm called you. And you and that's why I, that's how Streeter made this list. And I said. Yeah. You went on and on, like for about three or four minutes about Streeter, what a great kid he was. Yeah. And, you know, you know, it was literally, it was like, wow, it's unbelievable. What yeah. great things you had to say about him. So when we were making the system, like, what about Streeter? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Streeter. So he, he definitely was up there. He's, that he's was a, pretty he's cool. He's a class act, right? Really cool. Yeah. All right. Now we're to number three. three this is a kid on your 2020 team. Yeah, and there's and 2019 you know, team. right. Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to to be around him for a couple of years, but this is a kid who never has a bad day, right? And it's Finn Brink. He's he's just, um, you know, just a, a a cool kid. I mean, obviously, from a hockey standpoint, right? It's it's fun to see him just continue to develop and grow. Um, but it's a kid that is so likable, right? Not just from a from a coach standpoint, but from from a friend standpoint too, right? With others around him, right? right. He, he's he's quick to you know tap someone on the shin pad and say it's all right if something goes wrong or whatever we'll get it or whatever just always smiling you know yeah positive attitude you know comes in the locker room hey halsey right and he, he leaves right he's 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 giving you a you know high five or smile i mean it's just just uh just brings joy to the team right and that that's a cool thing and great I, glue for the team too isn't it, it? definitely yeah yeah yeah, it's it's huge, right? And and we we're blessed. I mean, I mean, we could you could say that about all the kids, but but Finn just is one of those kids that just just always smiling, right? And just just the positive. Now, you're positive talking kid. about his character. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna go hockey nerd on sure. here, man. This kid's game has really started to crest. I mean, he's. Yeah. His yeah. game is going through the roof. So yeah. it's fun to and, and hear you. It's here fun to hear you talk about a really great kid. He's the glue of the team and shining light and all his great other personal attributes. But his hockey attributes aren't bad either. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Not going to deny that. He's he's even he's even from from last year to this year has made leaps and bounds. Right as far as what he can do and. You know, funny, st- you know. I mean, I, I I still we we actually call him Hercules. Right. Because oh, for sure. You know, and, and there was a picture of, must have been when he was playing for the Blazer up in Duluth, somewhere there up there, and I took a picture, and the wind must have just been right, but his, yeah. you know, his shirt was like, 
out to where I mean it literally looked like Hercules, <laughs> right? He's got these guns on it. So, but but that's a credit to him because I mean he's got a lot stronger, and, and obviously that that helped uh, enhance his game and make him. And even boy, more the kid can fly, can he? He's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right. Number two on this list. Yeah, I, I got to give a shout out to our, our smelling salt. At least one of them, right? Kyle Kukinen. Um, you know, and I hate to make this a, the, the the old Kukinen show, but you know, from a kid to be around. And, and I was fortunate enough to, you know, for a couple of years there with the, with the squirts and peewees, but but through the years, even on the baseball, it's just a, a really high-quality kid, and I give credit to his mom, obviously. Obviously, um, yeah. But, you know, just from, from you know, work ethic and, and um, um, you know, good teammate and, and uh, tense. You know, I, I still remember, you know, this one of those kids that you hate to compete against, right? I can imagine yes. From, but, but I was... I put on the pads every so often, right? You know, in practice. Yeah, I've seen of, it. Okay, so. I wish I'd have brought my skates that day, by the way. Yeah, how are your edges these days, by the way? <laughs> Not so good, yeah, according obviously. to some dad. Yeah, exactly. Some dad said I don't have a good but, edges. So we're, it's actually the year they won the, the Bantam AA state champ, so 19, right? And I was coaching the 18, but we have a, a shared practice, and I put the pads on, and we're just having some. Well, I think we're, we're, I don't know what we're playing, probably just, um, um, you know, three on three and one. Maybe we're just doing some different games or whatever. Yep. But I still remember, right, you know, he, he took a shot and I, you know, got out the glove, right? And so, of course, right, I'm like, ah, you know, just kind of lip checking him a little bit, right? Yep. You know, as far as, <laughs> it's, it ain't so bad, right? And, and and that just flipped a switch, right? You know, because the next time he got the puck, he's coming down and I'm like, oh, I'm dead, right? You know, because you get to see him in his eye and, and he rifled one over my shoulder, top corner, right? And and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna shut up now, right? Because you know, and then that, but that's just the competitive nature of, of Kyle and 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 just the, the the fierceness that he brings. And it's a it's a pretty cool thing to be around, and it just resonates with others around there. But but when you see it in his eye, you're like, look out, right? And and you know, hopefully, he gets back healthy here soon, and and and, and that will continue. Do, and just do you have any doubt that he's gonna come back? <laughs> oh gosh, no. I, I mean, like if if there's one. And again, right? I mean, it's certainly, you know, not trying to make this a Kyle show, but if there's one kid that that can come back, come back more determined and 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 better, it's it's Kyle. Right? Yeah, I, and and again, I hate to pump his tires because he and I have had a long-standing, yeah. let's call it lip jacking. Sure. Yeah, we we lip jack each other pretty good in yeah. in, in a really good way. Yeah. And uh, someone was asking me today, an expert, we'll call him a pundit in the in the uh, high sure. school hockey, and I said. It was talking about who's going to be Mr. Hockey next year. I'm like, are we, are we even having this discussion? You could just hand him the trophy right now. The kid's going to go out there. He, if, assuming he's healthy, everything's healthy, he's going to go out there and do exactly what Kyle's always done. He's going to lead the most talented team in the state. There, you look at these. There's kids like Finn Brink and White Olsen. They're going to struggle to find a varsity spot next right. year, and you know how good they are. Yeah. That's how deep this team's going to be, and he's going to be the best player on the best team, and he's going to be he, – he will be the guy. He's the guy, and and the only way he doesn't win it is if it's barring injury or barring Joe Miller or Leighton Rowe or someone just goes completely bonkers. But I think it's his award to lose next year. Yeah, I mean he's going to be he's certainly going to be in the mix, right? And and if there's you know one kid that come back, it's Kyle, and I certainly look forward to watching it, right? And seeing kind of yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun just to to watch and and you know and that team, right? As you said, it's it's a, it's a deep team and. There's a lot of talent there and a lot of great kids. It's, it's going to be fun to, to see, and hopefully they can continue to write it out. Yep. On our high school hockey podcast, someone you know would ask, sure. is they coming or are they going? You know, and I'm like, Kyle Kukin is yeah. not going 
anywhere. I mean, maybe if he won a state championship this year, that would be the only way he would ever leave his senior year. That would be the possible. But yeah. the way his season ended this year, yeah. it's a no-brainer. He's coming back, and it's watch out. Literally, yeah. watch out. It's going to be like a weed whacker. There may be some unfinished business. Yes, you could to. say I don't know that. that, but I'm just, I'm just I know well enough that's going to be the case. All right, let's hear. The, so you've went through, you got four sets of players. Yeah. Who's your, the favorite player you ever coached? Um, it, it easily number one is my son Jonathan. Right, love it. Yeah, it. Uh, and, and I'll. How is the father son relationship on the bench and coaching them? Uh, it's pretty one sided most of the is time. Is it? Yeah. Or, or is he lip jacking you? Oh no. Oh no. no okay. No, that, that would never happen. No. <laughs> um, we, we've had it's it's been a, a real privilege privilege to to be around and coach him and and uh, I think any dad would would say that that the, their favorite kid is or the favorite player is their kid hopefully right but. I, I'm no different, and it's just been fun to see him um, grow, not as a hockey player, but as a, as a, as a kid and, and a young man now, right? I mean, he's 16 and um, just a class act and, 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 and does things the right way and is and still smiling and, and certainly loving life and just loves to be around the boys, right, and, and, and play, and that's a cool thing. But, um, you know, as far as coaching him, certainly, what was, were there times I was hard on him? Oh, for sure, right? Oh, yeah. You know, um, probably and harder on him than than sure. others, right? For sure, yeah, for sure. But but he probably had to come in too, right? Yeah, for sure he did. <laughs> but but it's, it was is a real treat. I you know obviously from Mites through through Bantams uh, had the opportunity to coach him, and uh, we'll certainly cherish those memories for for a long long time. All right, uh, now we're gonna end the show with the top five games that you ever yeah. participated in, whether it be coached or played in. Yeah. Uh, number five. Well, I have to kind of go back in the memory bank a little bit here, and and hopefully this doesn't get to, uh, back to my brother. But back in the eighty eight eighty nine season or eighty seven eighty eight, yeah, your sophomore year, his your brother's senior, brother senior year, yeah, right? We we played um, again. I was a, a an eagle fly, eagles fly, right? Yeah, and he was a crusader. But uh, at that time, we played him once during the I guess regular season, if you will, and, and beat him. I think it was an overtime, three two overtime thriller, right? And um, and then in the in the sections, uh, we, we met up with them again. And uh, the, the fortunate thing for us is we won the game, so we got to advance it to the next round. The unfortunate thing is that um, we ended his high school uh, career. So, All right, so just for the record, before yeah. we turn the recorder on, Halsey said, I ended his career. No, and then you quickly that. checked yourself. Wait, wait. No, no. We ended his. Did yeah. you not say I ended his career? I don't recall that. I mean, there's, <laughs> if there's no tape of it, then it's not out there. So. <laughs> All right. Number but that, but four. That, that was a bittersweet. bittersweet oh, game. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you know. Yeah, but it's something that's stuck in my memory through these years. All right. Now uh, we got a college four, one here. Yeah. Back in the college days, we actually won a few games. Um and, and credit to, to going back to Coach Harrington and Coach Geeson, right? And our, my senior year, um, we, we were lucky enough. We had, you know, we, we had a, a, a okay team, but we performed real well with the, with the guys we had, right? You know, yep. and it was it was a lot to do with the coaching and, and what they did with us. But uh, uh, we ended up uh, finishing second in the conference um, regular season, and then uh, actually won a conference a, a conference playoff game as well against St. Mary's in a great game at home. Um, and, and went on to lose to St. Thomas um, um, in the championship game. But that still, um, you know, is in my memory because it, it seemed like the start of something pretty cool at St. John's, right, with, with John and, and the team and the teams he had thereafter. That It was a it, building block. Hopefully in some regards, right, you know, John's first year of coaching um, 
and 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 you could tell that he was going to be successful just even as a player but being around for a couple years after right he, he got it and he, he knew what to do um you know even for our team right we we were we had a great goalie um and we had we had a nice set what of was the goalie's name uh, Mark Ketzner, okay, as a freshman, and and we he John we we went to the, the, the Turkey Trot tournament. Oh yeah, on, lost all three games, right? And he came back next week and said, "We're changing things up. We're going to go too." Where forward. was the Turkey Trot? Um, over here in Big. It was yeah, because yeah. Well, my brother well, played. My no. brother played in the MIEC in in, might have been in, in the late seventies and early eighties, and it was. It was that big. Yeah, either big or Augsburg. I don't recall offhand. But but he came back the next week and said, here's what we're doing. We're changing up a little bit. We're going two forwards and 3D. And that was how we played the rest of the year. Knew when we had a goaltender to play around, right? Our, yep. our freshman was Mark Kessner, Tom Weiss, our senior, two good goaltenders to play around. But that was going to be our focus. We're, we're not going to give up goals, right? You know, we're going to score a few, right? And hopefully we're, you know, but we're going to play good, tight defense. So, you know, credit to, credit to them and, and, and just like a different approach, right? But but it ended up working. It was cool to see it um, transform on the ice into some success, right? But, but um, you know, all the credit to John and Goose for for, for carrying that on through the years. They're there for, for a number of years and end up going to the Final Four a few years later after that. But hopefully they look back and say that maybe that was a little bit of a, a stepping stone. But not all right, much, what, but a little bit. What's number three? Three was the, the year I, I led the, the uh, PBAA team to the state championship in 2016, right? Amazing run, yeah. wasn't it? That was a good run. When I say I, it wasn't me. It was Curtis, and, and but I happened to be a part of it there. But Dop was a coach. Dop was year. a coach. Woody was a coach, right? And yep. and, and you know you certainly go back there. So we should say Chris Dop. Chris right? Dop, sorry, yep. yeah, that's right. Yeah, coach Dop and, and Nate Wood was with with Curtis too, and I got to tag along a little bit there as well. And, and Kyle um, Coop from from uh, helped with our goaltenders, yep. but. I still remember over at Big, right? We're we're playing. This is a classic. If if we want to roast Curtis a little bit more, it's, I'm sure he'll love it. But we we were playing in a tournament, and it might even I don't even recall what the tournament was, but it might have been one of years. But anyhow, it's one of those games where Curtis like I'm not even going to coach. I mean, I'm not going to talk to these guys on the bench this time, right? I'm just going to let them play. I'm not even going to coach them, right? Yeah. It's not Curtis's. No, right? no, I mean, no. He's, he's hands on. Yeah. And 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 I'm down at the D door and Dops up there, Chris Dop, and 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 Chris is like. Five bucks it la- lasts less than two minutes, here, right? <laughs> like two minutes, I'll take a minute, right? You know, so we yeah. had a little wager going, and, and sure as heck, the game starts, and probably 30, 45 seconds into it, right? He's uh, he's already whiteboarding stuff and talking to kids. They're like, hey, you won. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love so, it. Yeah. So, but anyhow, but it was <laughs> obviously learned a lot from from Curtis and Chris and and, and Woody, and it's nice to be along for that ride. All right, uh, game number two. We're down to the last. Yeah, year. I have to put up there, right? The state championship game of of last year, and and certainly, I mean, it, it, it could be number one easily, right? All these could be number one, but but that was, um, God, it was so fun, right? We, as I said, it was zero zero after one. We're playing a great. You know, Chaska Chan team, and, and just look at the players they have. You know, on that team, Burke Holder, Burke Holder, and and uh, and Snuggy, and um, you know, goaltenders real good, right? And and I'll probably butcher his name, but Seshwan, right? Or uh, Sachin. Sachin, sorry, Seshwan. I, I, I guess I'm getting hungry. The number one yeah. pick in the uh, yeah. WHL draft yeah, yesterday, but, but and then there's many others, right? So I don't want to sh- uh, short sight others there, but great, great. You know, we had great matchups through the year with them. Um, and again, zero zero after one, and then then um, Josh Giuliani um, got us on the board in the second period, and 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 just kind of rolled from there, right? We like I said earlier, right? Um, we had Jimmy Snuggerud off the pipe that might have changed things, but it was just our day, and um, you know got a little bit of a roll there, and and were able to, to to win that. But it was it was a cool ding. The 
best part about that was after the game when, well, at, at the end we had we had a um, you know Alec Junkie was our our, our uh, goalie for us, but unfortunately was injured most of the year. But right. we were able to get him in uh, at, at the end of the game and and to see the joy that he had to you know I mean just the he greatest, got to do the hog pile right yeah and just the greatest kid had the best attitude throughout the year even though he couldn't play right because of injury but um, to get him in there and to see all the guys. Um, as well as the parents and families come down the ice. I mean, that's the coolest part, just to be able to celebrate with them and enjoy the moment, right? You know, because a lot of these kids were... were, were it's their last their youth last game, youth right? game, right? And, and it's it's uh, just to sit back and, and see it and, and enjoy it. And, and, you know, for us to go out on a winning note, obviously is a special, special time that we'll all remember forever, too. But uh, it was it was a fabulous group of families and they've been blessed all the way through the years. Right. But, uh, to be able to celebrate at the end is, is a pretty cool deal. All right. Uh, last game, this one, we alluded to it a little bit. It's the five overtime. Oh, yeah. Disappointment. So it's the top, it's the number one well, game, but it's just yeah, probably yeah, the most memorable, right? It was memorable for a floor, uh, certainly a lot of different reasons. Right. You know, just because we're playing, you know, Edina and, and Ryan and his staff and we've been, we got to know him, you know, after that more and more and just, class acts right? oh yeah you know, and, 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 and now you're this is both at bantam single ace and now you're both yep. leading the bantam double, double ace right and, and just a great group of guys and um you know the, the teams we had were were you know real good teams and obviously evenly matched but but we got into that and i you know and and they had cookie and net and and he was just lights out right and and certainly why did he have a great run that yeah, yeah. playoffs yeah. and state yeah it was it was fun to watch. I mean, not fun from a coach standpoint. Like, God, can't you just let one of these in, right? You know. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was back and forth hockey all the way through, right? We had a goal disallowed in in overtime at one point from a a, a high stick um, where we like we score, right? Jump, yes. Hog pile, yeah. On the yard ice, sale, and 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 they're all on their bench. I remember I'm like, that. I'm, and they're on. I'm like, oh boy, this isn't good, right? Because then the refs are talking and and they wave it off, and you know then they have to regroup, and it wasn't until probably a couple overtimes later that, that they ended up, ended up uh, scoring a goal and winning it to, to, to move on and play Sartell. But um, just even after the fact, I'm like, guys, right, you're going to remember this because this was just a, a, a just a fabulous hockey game, right? Yeah. Because it was a lot going on and, and back and forth. And we had chances, they had chances, breakaways here, goalies making saves on both ends. And um, just a fun – Fun game to be a part of, right? And um, I don't want to do any injustice. To obviously, the state championships are, are great, and, you know, this number thing is, is what it is. But that's one that will probably always be in my memory, too, just up with the other ones there as far as, you know, just the what the kids did, right? You know, and and um, and, and, and to still, you know, to, to, to get to meet, you know, the, the Dyna coaches, right, and, and, and know that they're running their program the right way and always talking and stuff. It's, it's, it's just a... A neat deep deal, and it, it it happens more and more now as as you get to know more people and coaches and and things we're trying to establish with these kids. It's it's all a common approach. It's a lot of fun, but right. And you know, we had to come back and play them on the next day, right? And, and lost in a double overtime to to go to state. So that's kind of why it's up there as right. well, because you had seven overtimes against seven them overtimes and, in twenty four hours. Yeah, I mean we play the equivalent of like. I don't know what it was. If if you do four the math, or five games, five right? games in yeah. in like a twenty four hour period or whatever it was, just just really crazy time because we had to come back and win that night and win the next morning and then play play Dinah again. So, but a great run and so proud of those guys because there's a lot of adversity we're going through with with injuries and illnesses and such. But man, oh man, that was a special team too. 
Um, all right, we're going to put a wrap on this show. How long um, have we been doing this now? Uh, we're at 117 wow. right now. Wow. You're doing fine. See, okay. you were nervous before you got on, and Big now time, you're yeah, just yeah, rolling right. right through this, right? Having a mic in my face is not my idea of a good time, but yeah, there, there's, doing, a, there's a softball for someone. You're there. doing fine. Um, I want to put, we talked about it earlier in the show, and I want to kind of put a bow on this sure. with, with your wife, Amy, and yeah. not just Jonathan, but your daughter, Lucia. I mean, you're sacrificing a lot of quality time away from those guys. And I'm sure you have some, you've probably said it to them, you know, in your house and, and you've had some things, but just, just what do you got to say about it? They're, they're behind your passion. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> I probably don't say it enough to them. Um, and I apologize if I get emotional, right? Because it's, you know, f- for them to, to support me in, 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 in what I do, being a non-parent coach now after Jonathan's moved on is, is really special. And, and, you know, um, I, I can't, you know, thank them enough or, or love them enough just to allow me to do something I have a, a passion for. They probably think I'm a little crazy. Um, I you think know, you're crazy. Yeah. Too. But, but it's something I really enjoy doing and, and, and they're all behind it. Certainly. Um, it's, you know, it's a lot of times, you know, you, you come in, you change, you go, right. And, and then you come home and you go to bed and like everyone's in bed, right. Be just because of the schedule and everything. It, becomes hard but but they have never um wavered their support of of getting behind me or the teams right and, and you'll see them at games and, and lucia loves to watch hockey she loves to watch jonathan right and um you know she's 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 my sweetheart and um you know and still gives me a hug every day right you know and, and that's maybe not the norm for a 14 year old but for me i'll take it right yeah you know, take it as long as you can right yeah darn right and and um to have a love of my life, Amy, to be supportive and and um, um, you know and, and allow me to do what I what I love doing is is uh, I, I think that's what makes her the rock of the family, right? And I think you'll you'll talk to any hockey families, and it's really the moms behind it that makes it happen, and it's no different in our household. Well, that's cool. Well, uh, it's been awesome having you in this that's household true. here, coming into the uh, coming into the fire, the ring of fire. Uh, it's been a blast having yeah, thank you. Thank you. And we spend a lot of time together, whether it's through our Great Plains program or at the rink or you name it. It's been great having you as an associate, as a friend uh, here in the hockey community. Uh, there are hundreds more like you, Halsey, oh, but you're still you. one of a kind, and we appreciate it. I appreciate having me on, and hopefully for the you know couple of listeners out there, they enjoyed it a little bit. But thanks again for all you do. I know others have said it on, on the podcast, but it is a – a treat for, for for us to celebrate youth hockey around here, hockey in general, in this great state, and it, it's it's certainly no 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 different. To, I want to say thanks for for all you do as well. well and well, thanks, Halsey. Um, it, it is this this podcast series is just okay. There's there's no. There's nothing to do. We can't. There's no games. All right, let's have some conversations. Let's get an agent in here. Let's get a former pro in here. Let's get a Bantam coach in here. Let's get a girls coach in here. Let's talk and just have something to to pass the time while we're waiting to uh, lace them up for for summer hockey. Yeah, we don't know when it's going to be, so these podcasts will just go on and on. Every day we're going to do a podcast, and I was lucky enough to get you on the air. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, Thanks to Kurt Hallstrom. Thanks to our sponsor, Lots of Matzah Pizza, for their sponsorship of this pizza podcast. We'll see you tomorrow.